This is Brighter Futures, brought to you by Future Radio, funded by the Empowering Communities for Mental Health and Wellbeing Fund through Norfolk Community Foundation. In this series, our focus is on men, their struggles with their mental health, what's brought about their struggle, the support they've been offered and given to them, and where they are in their lives now as they look to a brighter future. We will also hear from those who are offering that support. Our focus this series is on the men's group Leroy's Lads, who have been meeting weekly to have a cuppa, have a chat, and head off on some activities such as going to the pub or going for a round of golf. In this episode, we continue to hear Don's story as he chats to Rama. Don works as a chef and is currently in a custody battle for his daughter. He has experienced several misfortunes in his life, which is taking him to the brink of suicide. He tells Rama his story and how he has fought his demons to get to where he is today. I think that you listeners should know a couple of things up front about this series. Firstly, that some of the stories and the content discussed in each episode may be difficult to listen to. Subjects such as drug and alcohol addiction, depression, physical and mental abuse, illness, disability, suicide, self-harm and death will invariably be parts of the shows as the series continues. Now, please don't think that this is only going to be full of negativity. This is not the news. The contributors to this series are going to share their tales in full and as well as telling us about how life was at the lower points, that with some support, advice and assistance, they've been able to beat and better these challenges and move towards better tomorrows. The second thing I want you to know is that I am in no way a trained professional in mental health, psychotherapy or any type of medical profession. I have for the last decade or so been presenting, producing and performing radio productions with Future Radio. I've been asked to collect, collate and occasionally contribute to this series of stories to share. One aim is that by doing this, if you feel a similarity to the topics and tales told, that you might feel more empowered to face issues and challenges that you experience yourself. This is one, I mean, you've, you've, you've naturally found what, what other people might go to counselling, to therapy, Absolutely. or go to friends yeah. to talk about for. That, that line that you just said, it could never be as bad as where it was. Yeah, yeah. So you're already empowered yes. to look yeah. at the next thing. Now, you've mentioned about going to court. I'm assuming that's for um, either custody or just access to see access. Uh, your daughter. Uh, yeah, just consistent access. Now, going through court is, is not an easy thing to no. do. In fact, no. some, some people are so scared of the process that, that they, they, they just yeah. avoid it, they walk Absolutely. away. Yeah. Um, how are you... What's your method here? What are, what are you doing? Here? <coughs> um, I now look at things as a bunch of small problems. So instead of seeing it as one big problem, I break it down as chunks and make it this dealable is a with. You. You're seeing a problem. Absolutely, list. absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. I live my life by lists. So I have a daily planner. I have a journal. I have a notepad. Um, I have three laptops. <laughs> I have spreadsheets. Um, yeah, and I run my life like a business. Um, I run me like a business. I'm, I'm unemployed, yet I get up at five o'clock in the morning um, and I drink only water. And I, to me, I am my biggest asset. So if I'm healthy um, and, and I'm investing in myself, that's something that nobody can take away from me. You know, that's me, that's mine, that's my biggest asset. You know, the most valuable thing to me is me. You know, but without me, my daughter loses out. You know, without me, 
you know, there is no, there is nothing now. <laughs> so, so I have to look after myself in order to be that person and be the best version of me. I think one of the things that is going to be probably, well, not quite surprising to the listeners, but odd in comparison to, to other people's stories is that you haven't gone for uh, therapy or counselling. I mean, you might have seen the doctor. You said you, you're now diagnosed uh-huh. and you've got... Um, pharmaceutical medicine but at no point here you've told me that you've ever gone for for counseling or therapy um i have i have had some therapy and some counseling um the end of the story that 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 was this last year that was this last year so um i do you think you should have started doing that earlier would that have been a benefit absolutely absolutely um i i honestly if it wasn't for the meds i wouldn't be as stable as i am now um, the mood stable has certainly helped. I mean, it took six years of battling to get diagnosed with bipolar. Um, and I knew I had it because I'd watched the doctor on it. I hadn't Googled my symptoms. I'd literally watched the doctor at the doctor's watcher watch. Um, and I said to the doctor, look, these are all my symptoms. And the doctor said, oh, so you've just Googled it and seen Dr. Google. Yeah, whatever, go man up. I was literally told to man up. Um, I ended up in hospital after that with psychosis um so yeah don't always listen to your doctor <laughs> they, they're general practitioners they, they're not specialized <laughs> particularly not in mental health <laughs> so yeah i mean finding that help going back to to the to seaside town that i was living going back to yeah seaside town um i had i didn't have the support there that i have in a city so if I wanted, uh, bearing in mind I was on benefits, if I wanted to have the wellbeing support um, and the supports that are readily available to people with mental health, I had to travel. So I had to be in the right frame of mind to be able to travel and have the money to travel, which li- living on £75 a week, I mean, I can do it now because I've looked at my finances seriously. Um, but to having to do that when you're not experiencing that and then go and pay six seven eight pounds to travel on train ten pounds on the train i think it is now um that that's your food <laughs> you know to go and try and concentrate on your mental health what do you choose do you choose your food or do you choose mental health you choose food um so i was sort of pretty much left out on a limb suffering from rural isolation there um so it's a lot easier now i'm in a city where i've got i've got that support system um so to help when i need it basically um, do you regularly see someone to talk to now? Um, at the moment, at the moment, I don't. I mean, I've concentrated a lot on self-help. Um, I have hobbies. I I literally set myself up this last year to ha- uh, get back into my music. Um, I bought a set of DDJs, which I've got all this old school music that makes me happy in the mornings. A bit of happy hardcore. You can't beat it first thing in the morning. Gets you going. Um, you know, and, and music has always been a passion all my life, so it's something that I find really positive and it's free, <laughs> you know. Nature is free, you know. I'm lucky enough to live right on the outskirts of the city, so I've got the city half an hour walk that way and I've got the countryside five minutes walk the next way and a river and I can take my kayak down there. And um, So, yeah, using these things and, and, you know, making sure all your friends are positive, you know. If you surround yourself by shit people, they're going to bring you down. Um, so I, I have a quick system of analysing, is that person beneficial or are they not in my life? And I'll come off if they're not beneficial because, you know, I'm sorry, mate, but I haven't got time. <laughs> you know, you're bringing me down, you're making me suffer, you're not healthy. 
Um, so I think that's really important. Um, and I find, yeah, if you surround yourself with positive people, you tend to have more positive results. Um, you know. The way, you're, the way you're speaking now, you've got this, you've got a challenge ahead of um, going through court. Yes. And I think not for the first time. No, no, absolutely not. The way you're talking about this now, this sounds like a challenge that you're relishing. Absolutely. Rather than absolutely. the way that things were all pointed from above down at you before, they were they were pushing you absolutely. into absolutely. dark places. Yeah. This new challenge, for the second time that you're facing court for access to your daughter, you seem to be fired up like a, a runner at the Commonwealth She's Games my daughter. about to do the sprint. She's my daughter. Yeah. You know, it is... I mean, you can't see this, but the smile on, on Don while he's telling me this is like, <laughs> bring it on. Yeah. Is, it seems to be the feeling you're wearing here, which yeah. is... She's my child and I would do anything for her. I will move mountains for her, you know, and if, if Abby's a mountain, if my ex is a mountain, I'll move that. You know, um, the, like I say, the law system, the family law system is there to make money. People are profiteering off it, whether they're courts um, or, you know, if you're working, you have to pay for each court trial and it's £165. If you're working, you have to pay for mediation, it's £500. Uh, if you want a solicitor, you'd talk, some people spend thousands, tens of thousands on a solicitor and still don't get anywhere. It's a business, it's a business. I spoke to a young, um, law student uh, who was working in the restaurant I was and I said I said you should get into family law she said I know that's where the money is you know because people don't know how to handle the system and for me on benefits right now I can get caught free so I will go to court a thousand times and I will keep going until my point is heard we can have a lot of different people listening to these interviews over the course of this series and bearing in mind that you've had I think I can just quickly pull out five specific points where things have happened to yeah. you which would be enough to get you down. You've, oh God, yeah. you've gone yeah. through a, a story in a, what seems to be about 15 years where you yeah. had five of these points where any, any single one of them would be enough to get people down. Mm -hmm. And you're here and now you're, yeah. you're not only armed, your gun's blazing. Yeah. There are listeners in similar positions. One bit of advice? their life's just getting them down because they've had one of those things happen to you what's your you know they might be looking at the drugs yeah. or the alcohol or they might be uh, self-harming or what's the what's the key piece of advice for someone who's got themselves to where they are now uh -huh. from that place well I think the most important thing in my mind you know when you hit rock bottom there's only one way and that's up you know it's the only way to go you've got two options you know you either end it and you don't want that. You're just going to end up hurting the people around you and the people that care about you. And you're going to leave a load of people with unanswered questions. And that is horrible, you know, because the people who love you, their minds will be going round and round. You know, why did he do it? Why did she do it? Um, you know, and that is just, you're just putting your pain onto other people. And like I say, the only way is up. You, that's the only way you can go, you know. And it's hard work and you will fail sometimes. I failed loads of times, you know. I stopped drinking, I started drinking again, you know. I tried to kill myself and, you know, they come. if you battle long enough, you'll get through it, you'll get through it. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, if it don't kill you, it makes you stronger. If you've been affected by any issues raised in this edition of Brighter Futures, or you need support or just a chat, then you can call Future Projects on 01603 
327-889 or you can email support at futureprojects.org.uk This has been Brighter Futures brought to you by Future Radio funded by the Empowering Communities for Mental Health and Wellbeing Fund through Norfolk Community Foundation.